0: Wow, what a season we've been in. So much has happened, so much has changed, so much has impacted our lives, so much, so fast. And if I'm really honest, it's been pretty scary. Now, I don't know about you, but these past several months have been extremely challenging and even fearful for me. For me, it started on March the 11th when the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a global pandemic. For weeks and days, all I heard on the news was the number of COVID infections, the number of COVID ICU cases, the number of COVID deaths. And as did many of you, I began to operate in this abundance of caution and being the director of a ministry that was housing 29 men at the time, I became gravely concerned and we did all the things the health officials were asking us to do. Now, despite of my caution on April 13th, I too tested positive for COVID. And as you might think, the fear began to creep in. You see, I'm 63 years old. I'm considered high risk. And that's not to mention the 23 years of drug abuse, or the 40 years of cigarette smoking, or even the high blood pressure. You see, all those things even put me at yet even a higher risk. The fear continued to creep in. I recall getting the results that night. It was on a Monday night. One of the first persons I called was Pastor Nathan. I could hear his compassion even perhaps fear, over the phone. And he and I just prayed together. Bless you, Pastor Dave, Pastor Nathan. Thank you. After my diagnosis, what followed was 18 days of horrendous discomfort. Each day was plagued with chills and sweats. My temperature oscillated from 102 to 103. There were sleepless nights, and not to mention the unfathomable body aches and then if all that wasn't enough there was the loneliness there was the isolation there was the uncertainty day in day out the news reported the high number of deaths and every day i'm thinking was today my day the fear continued to creep in saints and then just when i didn't think it could get any worse I learned that my dear friend and colleague, our spiritual director, the minister, Joshua Banks, succumbed to the virus. It was a sad and fearful time at Pivot. The fear continued to creep in. Was I going to be next? It was on the 14th day of my COVID journey, all in God's healing grace, the fever broke, the body aches ceased, the sweats went away, the chills were no more. Miraculously, I was healed overnight, and I was fully recovered. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. But it wasn't long after my miraculous healing that I hear of the murder of George Floyd. Another black man, unjustly killed, and this tragedy sparked national attention. After seeing George suffocated to death, saints the fear crept back in as quickly as he had left. So you see, it's been a trying and fearful season for me. I think it's been a trying and challenging season for many of us. We've all watched the news, COVID-19, social injustice, civil unrest, black lives matter, white lives matter. So much going on, so much to digest, so much to understand in just the last nine months. And fear continue to creep in. So I come bearing a sharp dose of reality this morning, saints, We're living in a time of great fear. We're afraid of dying from this virus. We're afraid for our loved ones. We're afraid of the economic repercussions it's gonna have. We become afraid of one another. Afraid to speak to one another. Afraid to listen to one another. Fear is a timeless reality. Fear is a timeless reality of life, saints. But there is an even greater truth for all of us today. The timeless word of God informs us how to handle fear. God did not give us a spirit of fear. Saints, through our faith in Jesus, God gives us his Holy Spirit. And what does his Holy Spirit do for us as believers? We need look no further than 2 Timothy, the first chapter in the seventh verse. For God gave us not a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of self-control. It's the Holy Spirit within us that gives us power, that gives us love, and that gives us self-control. So let's together look at this verse to see how the spirit that lives within us is greater than the fear that can come against us. So just for some context, Paul, who's the author of 2 Timothy, He's in prison. As a matter of fact, Paul writes this very letter from prison. Paul has been unjustly accused of treasonous crimes. And Paul has been sentenced to die. Now, this isn't Paul's first time in prison. Even before now, things were challenging for Paul. Paul had been beaten. He'd been flogged, stoned, and even shipwrecked. And now he finds himself again He finds himself in prison yet again, and this time on death row. If there's anyone with a reason to fear, it was Paul. Yet Paul writes this letter from prison, from death row, to encourage someone else. He writes to encourage his young protege, Timothy, for whom things aren't going so well either. You see, Timothy is in his own season of challenge. But despite Paul's own fearful circumstances, he's able to encourage Timothy. You see, St. Paul knew the truth. He understands the truth, and he shares this truth with Timothy in this letter. So hear the words of a death row inmate. He writes, for God gave us not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. So together, we're going to unpack these three God-given traits that Paul speaks of. First, God's given us the spirit of power. Saints, we're children of God. We've all been chosen by God. We've been given the spirit of God. The spirit of God is one with power. The same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is alive in in every one of us as a believer. As we partner with Christ in faith, God's power is released through the Holy Spirit within us. I can't help but think of one of my favorite childhood superheroes. You might be familiar with him, the Green Lantern. His name was Alan Scott. Alan was an ordinary man, but he was given an extraordinary charge. He was given the charge of protecting the universe, protecting the earth from evil. Naturally, he couldn't do that in his own strength. Alan had a secret power. You see, he wore a ring, and when he would activate the ring, he would be filled with this extraordinary supernatural power that was beyond his human capacity. This power would enable him to do the things he couldn't do in his own strength. Saints, we too have a secret power, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit activates our faith. He activates our faith in Jesus Christ, and when our faith is in Jesus, we are filled with his might. We are filled with his power, power beyond our human capacity, power beyond the things to do the things that we can't do in our own strength. Saints, we're given the power to persevere through periods of trial, to persevere through periods of of fear. True strength does not come from relying on our own capabilities, but only on Jesus Christ. We have an infinite power source in heaven, saints. We've been given a spirit of power. But this power isn't just for us to endure suffering and to endure trials, but it's also to thrive in holiness in the midst of the trial, in the midst of fear. Saints, we're called to be light. We're called to encourage one another. It's only in Christ's might that our light shines before men. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power. Thanks, we've also been given the spirit of love. It's by the Holy Spirit within us that God's love is poured into our hearts. This love allows us to center on pleasing God and then seeking the welfare of others before our own. I can't help but think of my mother. She was a special woman, as most mothers are. But everyone knew her. Everyone knew my mother. Her heart was as big as the universe. As a matter of fact, everyone called her Big Mama. Yes, that's right. My mother was a Big Mama. Everyone knew Big Mama. You might be familiar with that term of endearment, Big Mama. A Big Mama is that grandmother or that mother in the town who loves and takes care of everyone. If you're hungry... Big Mama feeds you. If you're homeless, Big Mama provides shelter. If you need clothing, Big Mama will clothe you. Even if you had a personal issue and you needed someone to talk to, Big Mama would give a listen. I think you get the picture. It's not the size of the tasks that she does. It's the size of her heart that makes her a Big Mama. She's there for everyone. We probably have a few big mamas out there this morning. And God bless your hearts. Now, by no means am I suggesting that my mother's love compares to the love of God. Saints, God's love is way better. God's love is beyond our human capacity. God's love casts out all fear. God's love draws us to him first and then allows us to love others and to serve others when the Holy Spirit fills our hearts we see men and women as Jesus sees them we become empowered to demonstrate and to share the love of God in Jesus Christ it's in these fearful times that we see this fine line between self care and self absorption saints when we live in fear we ask the question how can I get out of this How can I save myself? But when we live in God's love, we ask the question, how can I be light? How can I be light in this situation? How can I be encouragement in this situation? Just as Paul was to Timothy. God's love empowers us to raise our hands in worship and then to extend our hearts in service. We operate in love for the common good without self concern. We've been given a spirit of love, saints. So God's given us a spirit of power, He's given us a spirit of love. Now, God could have stopped right there. That'd be enough. We have His power. We even have some big mamas around full of love. But God gives us more than we can even imagine. He's also given us a spirit of self-control. Self-control. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. It's a sign that Christ is in us. It guides us to live upright and godly lives, even in the season of fear. You see, when our, desires, when our desires lead our decisions, our lives just spin out of control. But spirit-led self-control moves us from thinking only of ourselves to thinking of others. Spirit-led self-control moves us from selfishness to selflessness. Big Mama, for example, she could have simply just lived for herself. She could have kept all of her giftings to herself. But it was by spirit-led self-control that she lived in Christ and she served others. Selfishness to selflessness. Spirit-led self-control. Saints is respecting others despite their differences. It's standing up and speaking for one another, even though they're different from us. It enables us saints to say no to social injustice. Spiritless self-control enables us to say no to the sinful arguments on social media. No to the worldly influences. No to racism. They all simply divide and separate us. I need look no further than my own life and the brave men of pivot on a miraculous journey The Lord has helped us overcome addiction to drugs, poor judgment, bad decisions, selfish motives, all lacking spirit-led self-control. My own story, 23 years of drug addiction, consumed totally by the world. But today we praise God for his spirit working within our lives. He's giving us self-control, even in this very season of fear. But this spirit isn't just to say no. It's also to say yes. To say yes to the things of God. To say yes to what is good. To say yes to the better portion. To say yes to family worship, even in the cold. Come on, somebody. (laughs) To say yes to family dinners. To simply say yes to the will of God. So I ask the question, how can we respond when fear creeps in? It's deceptive. It's a tactic of the enemy that tricks us into spiraling out of control and forgetting that we are secure in Christ. How can we respond? Well, we can embrace the truth that we do not have a spirit of fear, but we have a spirit of power. We have a spirit of love. We have a spirit of self-control. And, saints, we have these things because of the eternally significant sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. Christ died that our sins may be forgiven and that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Saints, we can also remember that even when Jesus went to the cross, he faced a fearful time. It was a fearful time in his life. But he wasn't moved by fear. Fear did not overtake his faith. He prayed to the Father and he was strengthened by the Father. He died and he rose again so that the power of his resurrection would dwell in us. And that his power would be greater than any fear that came up against us. Amen. 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 So saints, we face another week before us. A week of uncertainty. A week of fear, perhaps, for some of us. But let us not walk in that fear. Let us walk in the power. Let us walk in the love. Let us walk in the self-control that God has released over us. He promises to be with us And in us till the end of the ages. Amen.